Alright everybody, welcome back. This is episode 10 of the 211 Sports Podcast. Uh, we're going to be talking NFL week uh, week 8, right? Yeah, week 8. NFL week 8. We're going to talk about Little World Series talk then a couple nights ago. Uh, maybe some MLB talk in general and whatever else crosses our minds uh, throughout the episode. So uh, Ethan, how's it going? Yeah, it's going pretty well, you? It's good. Ethan and I have a fun weekend ahead. We have absolutely nothing planned. Uh, all of our friends have left for the weekend. Kyle is gone. He went to Amish. Uh, he just went to an Amish village with his girlfriend for the weekend. And that's uh, all of our friends. Yeah, that's really all of our friends here. <laughs> I mean, your girlfriend. Yeah, Carly's gone too. Your girlfriend. She, she's home. And um, I'm just really hoping Kyle slash Pat will be okay in Amish country. We yeah. did some research. We found out that the Amish, some of them are nice, but mm-hmm. also some of them are mean. Yep. Um, so we're hoping he, he stays strong there. We're hoping he doesn't get himself <laughs> in any Amish trouble, whatever that entails. And we hope to see him soon. We hope to see him back and healthy and everything. So with that being said, you ready just to go right into it? Yeah, let's get into it. All right. Starting off with the Panthers and the Saints. Um. Oh, well, I'm, uh, on, I'm on the wrong... You're on the wrong week. I'm on say, my wrong week. The Panthers oh, played the man. Falcons. We could talk about the Panthers, Panthers and the Falcons who played last night. Yes, let's talk about that. All right, so uh, the Falcons had every opportunity to blow a game, and they finally didn't. Yeah. They had a 97% win probability, <laughs> and they actually ended up winning. That's true. Uh, I bet on the Falcons. Falcons' money line was at plus 100 before the game, and I took that. It just... I don't know. The Panthers, we've been discussing, are they good? Are they bad? Like, what the hell are they? Mm-hmm. And they're not bad, but they're not good. They're a little below average. They can compete with teams, but they could also lose to any team. Um, so I think they can lose to any team, but they can't beat any team. You know what I mean? I fully agree with that, yeah. Um, and yeah, uh, the Panthers just, they just had an off night. Um, Falcons had a pretty good night. And that's that. And yeah, the Falcons finally it was good didn't. enough. They almost they almost blew it though. They almost oh yeah. Did. They tried their hardest. Yeah, they they really did. Um, they they tried to give the game to the Panthers, and, then, and the Panthers didn't take it. And then Teddy Bridgewater just threw an awful not awful, but I mean he was being pressured. I threw an interception with like thirty seconds to go, in the uh, in Falcons territory, uh, down by eight. So good for the Falcons. They're what like two and six now. Yep. They they could be the best worst team in the league. They might be. They could be. Calvin Ridley, unfortunately, went down with a, a bit of a foot injury. Oh, yeah. Uh, I didn't really care about that. I didn't have any fantasy <laughs> implications with him. I did. He's on my fantasy team. So that sucks for you. I was playing against Julio Jones in like all my leagues, and he, he had a really good game. He had a like, massive first quarter, and then just he didn't did. catch the ball for He really didn't do much for the rest but, of the game. I mean, PPR leagues, he scored like 17 points, yeah. which I wasn't thrilled with. But I had Matt Ryan and Young Hoku, who had a really, really good what game. Absolute legend. Um, yeah, that's really all about that game. We'll move on to Sundays. We got the Vikings and Packers. I'm, I'm on the right dock now. I'm on my notes. <laughs> uh, Packers coming in at 5-1. and one. The Vikings are 1-5. and five. Um, Aaron Jones is questionable heading into the game, but he, he says he'll play. But... Actually, he was just ruled out like an hour ago. I remember that. Looking at that now. Bet. So Aaron Jones is not going to play. 
Um, Vikings need to play well, and Kirk Cousins is his future is in question. Minnesota, I think, he needs to finish the season strong, and uh, this is a tough task he's got going for him here. Yeah, I think the reality is that the Vikings they haven't given up on this season, but they're looking towards next season. Like, yeah, um, Dalvin Cook is playing. He will he will play. I don't know if he'll be on like a time restraint or a snap count. We'll see about that. Uh, the Packers, uh, we both agree they're a really good team. Their their only like weakness I would really say about them is, yeah, like Devontae Adams had a monster game last week, but they they need more help at the wide receiver position. At least I think. Yeah. I think they should trade for like a vet receiver. Like I know they've been in talks with the Texans about Will Fuller. I think that would be a really good addition. That would be. They could trade for A.J. Green. Stay healthy. Uh, yeah, A.J. Green would be nice. Or even Golden Tate. They could get him for really cheap, a seventh-round pick from the Giants. He's a good veteran presence. Yep. He's used to the division, too. He used to play with Detroit there. So I just think they need to get they need to get like a solid number two receiver Yeah. Um, there to, to solidify that. Because Devontae Adams isn't going to put up 200 yards and three touchdowns every game. He might this game, though. <laughs> this, game, this game, it's really possible. I feel like this could They're, be... The Vikings' corners are so banged up right now. Depending on how Kirk Cousins plays, I really think this could be like a really high-scoring game. But overall, I could also see the Vikings just not scoring at all and like yeah. having really They're tough games. They're supposed to be like 40-mile-an-hour wins. Oh, one of these games. Yeah. Damn. Uh, so, yeah, I'm picking Packers. I'm sure you are, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I would be surprised if the Vikings win. I'd be very surprised, especially because it's in Green Bay. I just don't think the Vikings really have a shot. Um, we'll just see if they keep it close. I feel like that's what we're kind of looking at. Yeah, that's kind of the question mark there. Um, moving on, we got the Titans and Bengals. Um, Titans are 5-1. and one. The Bengals are 1-5-1. and one. I feel like the Bengals are on the verge of like a breakthrough. Soon. I totally agree. Like they've been playing, they've been playing well despite losing. Yeah. All the time, their their defense is their big problem. The offense has shown. Yeah, their defense and their O line. Uh, Joe Joe Burrow, he's uh, he's looking great. Really well. Yeah, four hundred yards last week. Uh, the whole Bengals offense. I is Joe Mixon out? I he didn't. Yeah, he is he, out. He's out. Okay. Uh, well, I don't know about this week. I think there's a question mark if he's playing this week. Okay. Well, I'll assume he's out. Uh, they might just be playing it cautious with him. There's no reason for him to play when they're one five and one. Um, and the Titans, on the other hand, they seem like the real deal. But who like really knows? They haven't really played uh, like really good teams except the Steelers, and they they came back against the Steelers. So they're a top tier team, but they're one of those question mark top tier teams. You know what I mean? I would, yeah, I would totally agree. My thoughts here, are like. I think the Bengals can score. They've shown that they can score. The Titans can get scored on. Their defense has been pretty poor, actually. Um, and basically the hope for the Bengals here is that, like, one of the problems that they've really had is their offensive line is absolutely terrible. Oh, yeah. But the Titans' pass rush is also, like, not great. Yeah. They're not, like, a heavy blitz team or anything. It, so It would also help. A.J. Brown's questionable. That would help the Bengals' defense. Yep. The Bengals defense is so bad that they just traded Carlos Dunlap because the Bengals defense is so bad that it made Carlos Dunlap put his house on up for sale <laughs> after last week's loss to the yeah. Browns on Twitter, and they finally just traded him yeah. uh, to Seattle. So that's a good pickup for Seattle. Um, but yeah, 
Bengals defense. I'll see who puts up their house for sale this this week if they get blown out. Yeah. Um, I think this will be a shootout. Yeah, I feel like it's going to be a close game. And, and then Derrick Henry is yeah. going to go absolutely off. I literally said that. I said, I feel like this is going to be a really close game, and then Derrick Henry is going to happen. Yeah. Um, my pick, I'm not confident in this pick. I'm going to lean Titans, though. Uh, but I would not be surprised at all if the Bengals win. I agree. I wanted to pick the Bengals because it's like one of those sneaky picks. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. If I had a lot of money, I would put, I'd throw some money down on the Bengals because I'm sure Titans are heavily favored. But Yeah, let's see. What's the line? In fact, like my pick here, I said Titans with a question mark. So my pick is Titans. <laughs> but it could just as easily be the Bengals. Um yeah, the Bengals are just not a one and five. They're not that bad of a team. I mean, I don't think. I mean, they're not good, I, I but yeah, I don't think they're really an average team either. I do think they have. They just have that ability to win sometimes. I mean, I wouldn't say they have the ability to win. They have two wins in the past like two years total. Uh, they have the opportunity of winning games, and they yeah. usually always blow it. Yeah, but if they get, they get a little lucky, the yeah. ball bounces their way. Bengals money line is plus two forty. Okay, yeah. I mean, I might. Yeah, I don't know. I probably won't put any money on that because um, if no, it's a, I, I think that the Titans will win this game, but there's a world where they don't. Yeah, and if the Titans, if I put money on this game on the Bengals and the Titans just destroy, I'd feel so stupid. I'd be like, yeah. why, why did I think the Bengals <laughs> had a chance? I'm like, yep. they're one five and that one. That would like, be one of those. They're the Bengals. Sure. I might just be kind of riding on the Bengals. Uh, just I guess I don't. I'm not at all a bandwagon. Just I guess the Joe Burrow hype. Maybe I'm, I'm feeding into it, which he deserves it. But yeah, whatever. We both pick Titans. Okay. Moving on, we're going to the circus. The Jets and the Chiefs. Uh, the Chiefs are six and one, and the Jets are the Jets. Uh, this is just going to be hilarious. Yeah, this is the worst game of the season. Um, the, after this game, I'm expecting the Jets to be uh, relegated to Division Two football <laughs> in college. Um, I'm expecting an absolute mass. This might be the massacre of this of the century, like or this this might be worse than the Boston massacre. That's a bold call. It could be. It, it might be like people. That's a pretty well known massacre. People might die. That's the only massacre. I mean that like comes to name with the word massacre in it. Yeah. Right. Like the Boston. There, there's definitely tons of more massacres. But when you think of massacre, bad. you think of the Boston massacre. You know. I stayed at a. I went to Boston like a year ago. I stayed at a hotel. It was right down the road from the Boston Massacre site. That is that's foreshadowing. They got, they got a whole, a whole little memorial and everything. That's foreshadowing. And there might be a memorial after this game. There, there might. The Chiefs might bury the Jets. <laughs> uh, this is a Le'Veon Bell revenge game. I think that the Jets are gonna. I mean, I think that the Chiefs are gonna be up so much. Like they're they're gonna let. Le- Le'Veon Bell, like, kind of getting his groove in the offense, and they're just going to run him a lot. Yeah, I and, actually think he might get more carries than Clyde. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Uh, I'm not. I-, I wouldn't be surprised at that. I shouldn't say I'm sure. But, uh, yeah, and he's going to be, like, motivated. The Jets wasted, like, two a year and a half of his life. I mean, he- it was his fault for signing there. He should have known. So, uh, overall, though, I think there is more pressure on the Chiefs to win by 40 than it is <laughs> for the Jets to get their first win of the season. I would agree. Go ahead. Look look up the line. Look it's up the 19 line. and a half. Yeah, I know that. But what, what what's the money line for the Jets? I'm just Let's curious here. Uh, I think if the Chiefs don't win by like at least 30 points, like people are going to be like, dude, the Chiefs. Like, I don't know about them, man. <laughs> yep. Like, they didn't they didn't beat the Jets by enough. Um, 
Unless. Yikes. What is it? Plus 1,200. Damn. Uh, that's not the worst line I've ever seen, though. No, I've seen worse live lines, but um, that's pretty bad before the game. So if you bet $5 on the Jets and they win, you win 65 bucks. You should do that's it. That's pretty. Um, that's something. The only re- the only way I see the Jets possibly keeping this like within twenty points, which I think is close for this game, I think twenty points would be like, oh, the Jets are hanging in there. Um, would be if like the Chiefs just took out all their starters like second half and like Chad Henney came into play and he kind of stunk it up a bit. Um, which statistically, Chad Henney is having a better season than Pat Mahomes. Perfect uh, completion percentage and a touchdown. That's true. He's two for two and a rushing touchdown. That is correct. So technically, he's having a little better season statistically. Um, no turnovers. Pat Mahomes that does have a turnover. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot yeah. of things to look at there. Th- there is. And, that's that and this, this is so Jets. Mahomes really thought there was a really good chance that the Jets were going to draft him like back in 2016 or 15, whenever he got drafted. And uh, do you think that Mahomes on the Jets would be like the same Mahomes, or do you think the Jets no. would have ruined him? The Jets would have ruined him. Yeah. I I think it would have been similar to what we're seeing with Sam Darnold. I'm not saying that Sam Darnold's anywhere near uh, Pat Mahomes, but I just think the Jets are that bad where they could take a Pat Mahomes-like player and turn him into Sam Darnold. Um, you, you understand what I'm saying here? Yeah, I think... Like, I think Pat Mahomes could be Sam Darnold if you're on the Jets, but Sam Darnold could never beat Pat Mahomes if he was on the Chiefs. You know what I mean? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, with all that being said, I'm picking the Jets. Yes, sir. Just Me kidding. Too. No, absolutely not. I'm picking the Chiefs. Um, you're kidding too, right? Yes. Okay, good. All right. Colts and Lions. The Colts are 4-2 and two and the Lions are 3-3. Three and three. This is kind of an interesting matchup. It is, um, actually. A lot of people are waiting to see if the Lions are somewhat legit. Uh, and I have gained a little respect for the Lions recently. A win here would definitely make me respect them more. They have been, their wins have been against pretty easy teams, except the Cardinals early on in the season, but that was early on in the season. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm rooting for the Lions. I, I, I've always liked the Lions. I have a Matt Stafford jersey. Maybe I'll wear that on Sunday. Um and I think that Matt Stafford deserves some you like success. A, you like Matt QBs. I do. I have a Matt Ryan jersey, too. I got to support the Mats. You got to support the Mats. Yeah. Uh, there's Matt Barkley. I still support him, even though I don't even think he's on a backup anymore. <laughs> uh, all, all the Mats. I like all the Mats. Um, what, do you, what do you guys say about this game? Uh, this I think this will be close. Uh you know, the first handful of weeks, everybody was hyping up the Colts' defense as this crazy juggernaut defense. It's yeah. become pretty clear that they are not. I think everybody pretty much knew that, but there's just a lot of hype around them. Yeah, I, I think the Colts are a little overrated, and I yeah. still think that they should just tank for a quarterback. Like, I don't like tanking, but if I'm, like, the general manager, uh, Jim Irsay, of the, uh, of the Colts, like, Phillip Rivers, he is all right right now at best he's an average quarterback mm-hmm. he's not gonna lead you to a super bowl at this point in his career no he's not uh he's not he's not gonna do anything special he might not even lead them to the playoffs this year i mean they're only four and two right now um putting like trevor lawrence or justin fields like 
in a pretty talented team overall with like a good defense. Like I just think I just don't see why the Colts are trying to compete. Like this is this is the type of move that like sets back your franchise a year or two. You know what I mean? Yeah, because like, do you think they can compete? Because they're just you know it's hard for these teams that are like middling teams no, that are borderline playoffs yeah. without a real quarterback. Uh-huh. Like, and and I'm not like blaming them necessarily because I mean I'm a Giants fan. Like, in retrospect, the Giants should have moved on from Eli a year or two prior. You like, get you get stuck in that sort of almost competing cycle. Yeah, it's hard to get out of that unless and, you really win or you really lose and if this was a year to like tank if there was a year to tank it would be this year like this year is just so fucked it's so weird like with the pandemic and just everything going on like nobody's really gonna remember like they'd be like like the patriots like i'm sure they'll be next season hey all the teams i'm fans of the red sox did the same thing we were terrible but doesn't matter it's 60 game season yeah and patriots are probably gonna be pretty good next season somehow you know they're really not good this season we'll find a way but Ten years from now, if the Patriots are good, like continuously, they're not going to be like, "Oh, remember that one year? Like they were bad? Like, haha!" Like, no, they'll be like, "Oh, well, that was the pandemic year. Like Tom Brady just left. That was fucked, you know." So, overall, I definitely think that I would pick the Lions, but because the Colts are coming off their bye, I'm going to pick the Colts. I think they're just going to game plan, and I don't think the Lions are, like, I don't think they're like a safe a safe bet. No, I don't think so. I'm taking the Colts here, too. Uh, they're very close in my mind. This is a game, like, in terms of betting, I would stay away from this one. Yes, yeah, same. I wouldn't be surprised if the Lions, uh, Lions win. But I think the Colts match up pretty well against the Lions. Yeah. Um, the, Lions, the Lions still have a lot of question marks, like, just surrounding their team as a whole. I feel bad for Matt Stafford, man. They... Yeah, you know, same. they should trade Matt Stafford to the Bears and get like a second, third, and fourth, and fifth round pick out of that. Like, because it's the same thing with the Colts. I feel Matt Stafford is not Philip Rivers. Matt Stafford's better than Philip Rivers, but Matt Stafford's been suffering for like ten years. The yeah, Lions, he's... the Lions just haven't haven't done anything. They made the playoffs once, I think. It's just stuck there. Um, they just gotta like reset because in like three years, Matt Stafford will start to decline. At least I think, but. I don't know. Just after going through what the Giants went through with Eli towards the end of his career, I'm just full on board with like the move on train. Teams yeah, just yeah. hyper aware on. of that. Yeah, they should just move on. And both these teams, I think, are in pretty decent position. More so the Colts than the Lions because uh, Matt Stafford still, I think he's a good quarterback. I think he's a really good quarterback. Um, moving on, we've got the Steelers and the Ravens. The Steelers are 6-0, the last undefeated team in the league. And the Ravens are 5-1. Why isn't this game on primetime? I don't know. Why, why Why is this a 1 o'clock game? Stupid. This is definitely the game of the week, why and is, it's not even close. Why is the Cowboys and Eagles on Sunday Night Football, and the Broncos and Chargers on at 4.30, and then the Saints and Bears on at 4.30? We had kind of... Uh, this sucks. Yeah, we had kind of shitty teams on Thursday, Sunday, and Monday night this week and we have the fucking Steelers yeah. and the Ravens at one o'clock like, this is definitely like you said this is definitely the best matchup of the week uh, potential to be the best matchup of the season yeah I mean that's a bold statement but I mean it has the potential up until this point it's probably one of the top three games of the season yeah and th- this is the first time uh, that Big Ben and Lamar have 
matched up. Yeah, which is crazy. That is that is weird. Oh, Michael Thomas just ruled out. Again. What is happening with him? That's weird. That's weird. But we'll talk about that when we get to the Saints game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, this is always a really good rivalry. Uh, Mark Ingram's out. Uh, he's just been a huge fantasy bust so yeah, far enormous. this year. Enormous. Uh, what do you guys say about this one? Uh, yeah, best game of the week. In my mind, it's basically a toss-up. It's These are the two best defenses in the league right now. Uh, it'll probably just come down to like game plan. Uh, if Lamar... If the Steelers can stop Lamar from running the ball he's and make him pass it, he hasn't passed the ball very well this season. Like, we all know he has the ability, but he hasn't really shown it yet this year, so um, the Steelers win if they can get him to throw the ball. Yeah, and the Steelers, um, like we said, they've played like two and a half real teams this year. Yeah. Uh, they've had a really easy schedule. Uh, the Titans was a really good test for them, but like we said before, the Titans are also one of those teams that are a top-tier team, but they still have some question marks. Like, we don't know how good they are. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and the Ravens, I think, are a good team. I don't think they have many question marks. Uh, their biggest question mark is, like, Lamar Jackson. And that is the best question mark you could have because the reason why there's question marks around him is because he hasn't been playing like like Lamar Jackson, MVP Lamar Jackson yeah. has been playing. And... Lamar Jackson is still playing really well. Yeah, it's not like he's playing bad. Yeah, he's just not playing like that crazy-ass Lamar Jackson we saw last season. Which, there was going to be regression. I mean, he just wasn't going to throw for that many touchdowns again this year. It, like It's almost impossible to repeat that season he had. Yeah. And there's still a lot season left, and I think he's definitely still that player. Like, we're not yeah, dissing him. Yeah, he'll step back up, but I, I have the Ravens in this one. I have the Ravens, too. For, for that reason, I just said, with, like, the Steelers, they kind of have more question marks than the Ravens. Yeah. Um, and it's a Ravens home game, so I think this might humble the Steelers a bit. Um, I'm friends with a lot of Steelers fans, and they're just so <laughs> on top so, of the world right now. When you're six and zero, yeah. So I'm also rooting for the Ravens here. Um, nothing against the Steelers, just I prefer the Ravens to win here. Um, anything else to say? No, I think this will be a great game. I wish it was on prime time. Yeah. Um, we got the Rams and the Dolphins. Rams are five and two. Dolphins are three and three, and it is Tua time. Oh yeah. Um, it'll be it'll be exciting to see Tua. Um, everybody's rooting for him. I think he's a good guy. He came back from what could have been a career-ending injury. Uh, for the Rams, it's always tough traveling across the country, especially when teams go to Miami, because like Miami is just like this hot, humid place, especially this time of the year. Mm-hmm. Um. And I don't think the Rams are going to have a problem playing in warm weather because, I mean, they play in L.A. But traveling cross-country, that's one of the furthest flights other than Seattle to uh, Seattle to Miami. Um, the Rams have been looking good. So, I mean, I'm going to pick Rams here. Yeah, I'm going to take the Rams too. I think their defense is really starting to click, and they have such a, like, playmaking defense. Uh-huh. I think they can really pick on a pretty weak Miami O-line and – a rookie quarterback. Yeah, and it's always uh, it's rare to see a quarterback play a rookie quarterback play really well in his uh, first start. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised because I mean, we've had a lot of really good quarterback debuts with Justin Herbert, uh, Sam Darnold. I remember his. Daniel Jones had a good one last year. Josh Allen had a good debut. So I feel like 
these quarterbacks have been playing well in their debut, but for some reason I just I just have a gut feeling that Tua will struggle a bit. I agree. And it's like, you know, he has that chance to have a good game because it's not like he's starting the season. Uh, you know, he's been on the sideline, yeah, working with the team, he's whatever. He's been learning from Fitzmagic. Yeah. Harvard graduate right there. That's a professor right there. Um, so, yeah, I'm going Rams. I am too, yeah. And the Rams are at three na- minus three and a half right now, and I think I would probably take that. Yeah, and Tua also hasn't... He got, like, two minutes of playing time last game against the Jets. In, and I mean, they're the Jets, so that doesn't mean anything. Uh, Tua hasn't gone up against guys like Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. No. That's just ever. Never, ever. No, ever. yeah, like, literally ever. It's, uh, uh, so it's that, not very nice of him of the uh, Dolphins to be like, all right, yeah, there you go. Yeah. You can see the first game of your career. So that could be... Go that, stare down Aaron Donald. <sighs> so, yeah, that could be a problem right there. Um, moving on, we got the Patriots and the Bills. Um, go ahead, you can... Mr. Patriots fan, you could take this. All right, yeah. Patriots and Bills. Uh, what are their records? So the Pats are two and four. The Pats are two and four, and the Bills are five and two. The Bills and the Pats have both kind of really sucked the last couple games. Patriots especially. Yeah, the Patriots. Um, I think way more than the Bills. I mean, the Bills didn't score. They scored like one touchdown or whatever against the Jets. They barely beat the Jets. Yeah. Uh. The Bills have allowed 161 rushing yards per game in their last three games. Uh, and the Patriots, all they can do is run the ball. We don't have anybody at wide receiver. Yeah. Edelman's going to be out. For, for a while. So I'm thinking of cutting Edelman from one of my fantasy teams. and that I would, yeah. Because he's getting like three points a game as it is. He's going to be out for like three or four weeks. But like it's like Julian Edelman. Like I don't want to just cut him, you know? Yeah, he... I think that he's still on one of mine, but I might have actually dropped him from that team. I, he's uh, he's, just, he's not producing. He's not going know. to. And he's just one of those names that's like just it's tough hard. To drop. Yeah. Yeah. You feel like you could get something in a trade, mm. whatever. But but no, I mean, if he's right gonna be now. out for like a month, then I might as well just drop him. I guess. Yeah. So, I think the Bills are gonna win this game. So do I. I'm not confident in the Patriots at all. Uh. This the Bills. We'll see because I mean, if the Bills also suck, the page, like I still have in my mind a little bit that idea of like MVP Josh Allen Bills. Yeah, I I, I think that this is going to be a GRG for the for the Bills to get right game. And I said that last week too, but it just comes to a time when a team like the Bills are struggling after a while to have like a get right game after struggling for a couple for a couple games. And especially if Stefan Gilmore's out, uh, yeah, which he probably won't play. He's doubtful, I think. Um, I just even if the Bills play bad, I still think they're going to be better than the Patriots playing average. Um, and with Stefan Gilmore out, that's robbing us of a Stefan versus Stefan matchup. The Stefan Diggs versus Stefan Gilmore. Diggs. Um, I like a good uh, same name matchup. Yeah, same name matchups are always the best. Um, like we saw last week, there was Darius Slay going up against Darius Slayton. Mm-hmm. That was kind of cool. We had the Higgins matchup too. T. Higgins yeah. and Rashad Higgins. Uh-huh. 
And there's probably a couple throughout the league. Yeah, I like the high the higher profile ones. Yeah, it's, you know, yeah. you could you could pretty much always find one with yeah, uh-huh. like an O line player, Jones, so yeah, Johnson, Jackson, yeah. like all those all those names. Uh, but yeah, I'm going Bills. I just I just the Patriots have looked really bad. I think Bill Belichick he hasn't given up, but I think he is determined to. I think he's excited to get a high draft pick for once. I would agree with that. Yeah. I think, yeah. I don't think he's going to actively tank. I just think... He doesn't mind it. He doesn't mind it. He doesn't yeah. mind he, the idea He's of not going to be like, we're losing. He'll kind of fail out the situation. And be like, you know what? This isn't my fault. The guys on my team suck. We're just going to lose. We're going to lose this season. Yeah. I think he's sort of accepted reality, ultimately. Yeah. And, I mean, like, like we said before, I think they'll be back next year. Uh, moving on, we got the Raiders and the Browns. The Raiders coming in at three and three. The Browns coming in at five and two. What do you What do you think What do you think about this one? This is another game. So, in my mind, this is a game that no one really cares about outside of Raiders and Browns fans. But it'll be like interestingly close. Yeah. It'll be like kind of interesting to watch. I mean, a lot of teams in the AFC probably care because yeah, Brown, the Browns are five and the two. The Browns are five and two, but it's like. I don't know that I'm too invested in this. Yeah, really. I mean, it's two like odd teams. Like yeah, that's sort of where my mind's at. What Browns team are we gonna get this time? Mm-hmm. You know, like we're getting an, uh, you know, Nick Chubb is still out and OBJ unfortunately out for the season. Yeah, like are we gonna get the type of Baker Mayfield that played against the Bengals last week, or are we gonna get the Baker Mayfield that played against the Steelers? I know those are two totally opposite yeah. spectrums yeah. of defense, but. Baker Mayfield, I mean, he showed he can play well against bad teams. But mm-hmm. against good teams, he plays awful. And, and the, the Raiders are a they're an average, average team. team. So, so it's a toss-up. Uh, I feel like Baker Mayfield's got to play great in order for the Browns to be great. And he just hasn't really shown that against like great teams. Um, I'm picking the Raiders. I am actually taking the Raiders, I'm picking too, the Raiders, yeah. too, because... Every other week we have the talk about like the Browns suck, like Baker sucks, like they mm-hmm. need they need a new QB, and then a week later it's always like, well Baker proved us wrong, and <laughs> this is just the week that yeah he, he's gonna suck. So I think so too. Maybe next week they uh, they'll be good again. We'll see. But yeah, I'm picking the Raiders. Uh, moving on, we got the Chargers and the Broncos. This is a stinker of a matchup. Both teams are two and four. Yeah, um, this is a complete sinker. The Broncos have looked really, really bad despite Drew Locke being back. Um, their offense has just not been gelling. Uh, and the Chargers have looked exciting and pretty electric. Uh, pun intended, Chargers electric. <laughs> uh, with Herbert, uh, probably probably better than the record is showing. They've blown a lot of leads. Yeah, the um, Chargers just have that like big play potential. Yeah, like Herbert is such a, a big play quarterback. He just has such an arm. Yeah, um, there's also a revenge game for Melvin Gordon, who mm-hmm. used to be uh, used to be a Pro Bowler for the Chargers. Um, unfortunately, this game is on COVID watch because players from both teams have tested positive. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, all tests come back negative and we can get a game because even a bad football game is a good football game in a football fan's eyes. That is true. All so, all football matters. I yeah. I would rather have. Um, 10 shitty football games than no football games at all. Yeah. So I'm rooting for this game. Even though it's a pretty sucky one, I'm rooting for it. And if it happens, I'm picking Chargers. Yeah, agreed. Totally agreed. 
the Broncos just look bad. They just look bad. Yeah, even with you said even with Drew Locke back, like he's been pretty terrible since he came back. Yeah. Um. So we'll see what happens there. The Saints and the Bears. Saints are four and two. Michael Thomas is out again, which is weird. And the mm-hmm. Bears are five and two. Uh, the Bears are the we said this last week. The Bears are the worst five and two team in history. Their offense is terrible, and especially with Ab- Allen Robinson uh, being doubtful with a concussion. Yeah, I'm really hoping that he plays. But if he doesn't play, the Bears have absolutely zero chance of yeah, scoring any not points. Looking like he's playing. They haven't scored a touchdown, an offensive touchdown in two weeks. Um, and yeah, even without Michael Thomas, the Saints have been looking pretty fine overall. Um, and even, I think even if the Saints score 10 points, I don't think the Bears can score 10 points. No, I don't think so. Um, Yeah, I literally don't think so. This is, this will be like a 24 to 10 game or something. Yeah, the Bears are going to continue their losing tour and the Bears are not going to make the playoffs after starting five and one. I like the Bears. I like Chicago, but they just suck. They suck. Uh, like, I'm going. I'm going back to general manager mode here. I'm gonna go general manager mode. If I was the Bears, this is what I see with either with either the Jets or the Giants. You see two awful teams in the running for the number one overall pick. Yes, sir. The Bears should trade like their first rounder. If not that, then they're like second and third, some combination of high picks for either Daniel Jones. Or Sam Darnold, if one of those teams gets like one of the top picks for quarterback. Yeah. As a Giants fan, I really like Daniel Jones. I don't want that to happen. But this is general manager mode right here. You gotta be ruthless. So if I'm the Bears, that's a move I would definitely look look into. Makes a lot of sense. Those because... are two young, talented quarterbacks. Yeah. Who have proven that they're talented. They've done a lot of good things. Um, and the Bears. They they have a really good defense. Their defense is good. It's just their offense is so shit. Terrible. And they have two of the worst quarterbacks in the league. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's general manager Matt speaking. Um. They, I that I think they should look into Jones and Darnold. That um, would be. I totally agree with that. I. Yeah. Or any any other. There's not really another team with. Those like, are the two. I yeah, think. Yeah. Th- those are the two that aren't going to be in position to. Potentially look at Trevor Trevor Lawrence if they get and the top uh, Justin Fields as well. Yeah, and Fields. Um, so yeah, I'm picking. We're both picking Saints. Yeah, yeah, okay. for sure. Moving on. Uh, no, this isn't the last game. The 49ers and the Seahawks. <clears throat> uh, the Niners are four and three, and the Seahawks are five and one. I'm expecting a great matchup. I mean, interesting. Every Seahawks game. It's just yeah, I guess kind of every. And they're, they're always kind of close, true. no matter what. Yeah. Um, Jamal Adams is going to be back. That's big, I think. Yeah, he's questionable. Yeah. He's questionable. Um. But yeah. Um. I think this Niners team is just a totally different football team with with Debo and Mostert healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they are so banged up on offense right now. And still a little bit banged up on defense, that this game would be more interesting to me if they were healthy. But I actually think that the Seahawks will will kind of. I think it'll be close, but I feel like the Seahawks will be kind of in I, control. I do too, and I wish this game was on Sunday Night Football because yeah. I mean, Seahawks are always. Uh, we look, said it every week. Look at that doubtful. Carlos Hyde is doubtful for the Seahawks, and Chris Carson and Travis Homer are questionable for the Seahawks. 
So you know what that means? I do know what that means. What does it mean? That means our good friend DJ Dallas. It's DJ Dallas time in Seattle, baby. Yes, sir. He's a stud. They need to release him from his cage and just let him run wild. He's going to go for like 150 yards on the Niners. I, I wouldn't be shocked. If he does that, I'll do something crazy. We'll, we'll decide at a later <laughs> we'll date. We'll do something crazy. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, like you said, Seahawks are always kind of in close games. Exciting games, but close games. Yeah. And I do think the Seahawks will pull it out at the end. I'm going to share my, my take uh, about Matt Ryan and stuff. All right. So... If things go if things go correctly, uh, Matt Ryan will be the starting quarterback for the 49ers next season. What I mean by that is if the 49ers uh, don't meet their expectations, whatever that may be this season, and Jimmy G doesn't like ball out, I think I think they will be in the market for a quarterback, and especially. Uh, I think they should be. Especially Kyle Shanahan, the coach. He worked with Matt Ryan. They're good friends. Uh, they lost the Super Bowl together. They blew that 28-3 lead. Um, That's a... And if, and also, if the Falcons get like a top-five pick and if they're in position to get Justin Fields or Trevor Lawrence, I think they ship Matt Ryan to San Francisco. Uh, they trade Jimmy G somewhere else. Maybe, maybe, maybe they bring him to Atlanta. I don't know. And... Atlanta just moves on and gets a new quarterback. So that's what I'm thinking. You heard it here first. When it happens, you guys can all credit me. And you tweeted it. You got a little... Uh, I did. You got uh, someone who disagreed with you. I did. I yeah. did. Yeah, but see, they were talking about... They said, nope, Falcons signed him to the dumbest contract in history. They can't get rid of him without taking a huge hit to their cap. I think that guy... You going to call him out by name? You going to put him on blast? Drew underscore GSU. Bro. I was talking about <laughs> trading. I think you were interpreting that as the Falcons were going to cut him. No, the Falcons aren't going to cut him because that is a huge contract, and that would take a huge hit to their cap. They're going to trade him. So maybe you should expand your mind a little bit, Ooh, dude, and dude. think of other things before you tweet back at me. Mm. And he's not even following me, so I didn't even respond. Damn. I didn't even waste my time responding. That's me. brutal. Um yeah, I'm That's picking, right, Drew. Yeah, Drew underscore GSU. Who the fuck are you? Mm. Georgia State University, maybe? I could be. Drew from Georgia State University? Fuck we're coming you. for you, Drew. Yeah, we're, we're coming. <laughs> 211 Sports Pod. Meet us at Ryder, baby. All right. Uh, last. Is, no, there's two more games. I just didn't yeah. take notes on them because... Uh, you know. Whatever. So we got the Eagles and Cowboys. The battle for the NFC East is in full effect. The Eagles are going to win. Yeah, the Cowboys, it is Gucci Danucci time. It's Gucci Danucci time. I really hope that doesn't like become a thing, Gucci Danucci. I love it. That's so cringy. What are you talking about? Gucci Danucci. <laughs> that's so cringy. Well, yeah, it is, but that's why it's good. Um, But yeah, he's going to just get absolutely obliterated. Destroyed. I mean, yeah. Um, None of the Cowboys have looked good. Um, we talked. No, last they didn't get. They didn't look good with Andy Dalton. Yeah, and, and they, he's not even that bad. And they just started to uh, kind of unleash a little bit. Everson Griffin's gone. Yeah. Um, uh, Don Terry Poe's gone, and someone else was gone from their defense. Uh, but yeah, Eagles. Miles Sanders is out. Boston Scott's a decent backup. Yeah. The Eagles are gonna. It's in Philly, right? Yeah, it's in Philly. Mm-hmm. Um. Not much to say. It's going to be exciting in the fact it will be a bad game, but it's going to be exciting because it's the NFC East, 
and they're all just so shitty. They do all suck. That is true. So I'm picking Eagles. I'm assuming you are too? Yes. Yeah, okay. And then speaking of, staying on the topic of shitty teams in the NFC East, we'll go to the Bucks versus the Giants. Mm. Um, the Bucks are going to win, but I wouldn't be shocked if the Giants win because everybody's expecting the Bucks to win, <laughs> you know? Uh, Tom Brady does not play well against the Giants, not just not just in the Super Bowl, but regular season two. Yet, I don't know if he has a losing record against the Giants from early on in his career, but Tom Brady, I think the Giants, next to the Steelers, or there's one other team that had his number. The Giants were up there. Um, so I'm going to pick the Giants just for the sake of being a Giants fan. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if the Bucks win, though. I'll, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> uh, the Giants are going to get demolished. The Bucks totally... The Giants have a good defense. The Giants have an average Godwin's defense. out. Godwin's, Godwin's out. out. Okay. Uh, and I'm is Antonio Brown playing this no, week? He's no, he's Next week? Yeah, I'm not afraid of Gronk. And Mike Evans, he's, okay. he's really good, but... I'm afraid of Gronk. Come on. We, we, every team has a guy at not... Not not of Mike Evans' status, but every team has like a receiver that a number one receiver, I'll say. So we we've played Mike Evans before. I'm not afraid. And who's Dan- the Giants? Mike Evans, uh, Darius Slayton. Oh, <laughs> Darius Slayton's having a better season than Mike Evans. Mike Evans has like two catches a game. Yeah, he does. But they're both for touchdowns every time. Not every time. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, no. Didn't he have a game for two two catches for two yards and two touchdowns? No, yeah, right he here? did. That's what I'm saying. Like that's he, classic Mike Evans, and he'll get used more. He had like a hundred thirty yard receiving game. Okay, well, out Daniel earlier. Jones owns the Bucks in his career. He's one and zero against them in his career. Ooh. One of his four wins as a starter has come against <laughs> the Bucks. Um, yeah, that's that's all I got for that game. Giants are going to destroy. Get destroyed. No. Nah. They're going to destroy. Okay. But if it wins, you got to chug two beers if the Giants win. Okay. Okay, you're chugging two beers on the next what episode. What are you going to do if the Giants lose? Nothing, because it's expected. But you think they're going to win. I'll chug, I'll chug one beer with you. Well, All right. Maybe I'll do both with you, but you're going to have to chug two beers and stop the <laughs> on this, okay? Okay. Okay. Um, and on top of everything, Giants are going to win because it's my birthday on Monday. There you go. So, that's that I can that, I can get on board with that's, that. That's that's why. Um, I got nothing else for this week of NFL. Yeah, we got Houston, Washington, Jacksonville, and Arizona on by this week. Houston, Washington, Jackson. All right, all shady teams except Arizona. Yeah. All right, so we're not missing much. Yep. Um, talk about World Series Game Six. Yeah. The Dodgers are champions. Um, Kevin Cash was fell victim to listening to his computer when he shouldn't have. He is getting brutalized. He took on out the internet. took out Blake Snell when Blake Snell was seventy three pitches. <laughs> seventy three pitches, uh pitching a shutout, allowed two hits at that point, and he had seven no, he had nine strikeouts. Nine, yeah. Nine. Um Yeah, he was absolutely dealing. You know that um you know like the the Valentine's Day card meme format? But yeah, I saw one of picture of Kevin Cash that said, uh, uh, "Have you thrown seventy pitches, seventy three pitches? Because I'm trying to take you out." I like that one. That was good. I like that. Um, I'll I'll try to think of some more and do next episode for that. Okay, I'll do that. 
getting ready for Valentine's Day early. Yeah, um, quite. But yeah, uh, Kevin Cash kind of screwed the pooch there. Um, you know, it's one of those things. If he took Blake Snell out and then the Rays won the game, it'd be like he'd be a genius. I mean, yeah, kind of. I mean, I guess, but you see, no pressure is on Kevin Cash there because Kevin Cash was probably thinking. He was listening to the analytics. The third time around the batting order, Blake Snell yeah. has gotten rocked, right? Yep. This postseason, at least. Um, yeah, just as a general rule in baseball, pitchers get rocked yeah. the third time around and the order. Blake Snell actually has been kind of getting hit more third time around the order, and especially when his pitch count gets hot in this postseason. Um, so I think Kevin Cash, he gave into the analytics, he gave into the computers, didn't go in his gut. He gave into the pressure of, like, oh no, like, if I don't take him out now and he starts blowing a lead, people are going to be all over me. People are going to say, what are you doing, Kevin? Take him out. But I disagree with that because yeah. if you leave Blake Snell in, everybody's going to be like, good, he's leaving Blake Snell in. And then if Blake Snell crashes and burns, that's not Kevin Cash's fault because no. who would have taken Blake Snell out Correct. then? He was and pitching I, great. And I think this is a situation where actually he probably would have uh, kept – Snell in if he had looked even further into the analytics because I'll bet if you look at situations where pitches are pitching as well as Blake Snell is pitching, yeah. the numbers about third time through the order probably don't hold up. If I'm Blake Snell, I would be so angry. Uh, yeah, rightfully so. I mean, so he was pissed angry. when he, he saw was. Kevin Cash walking out. He was cursing, shaking his head, and everything. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't blame him. All the Dodgers were making jokes in the dugout. Yeah, so, well, so Mookie's face, he said Mookie's face yeah, lit up. Yeah. Um, like, yeah. Kevin Cash won the Dodgers the World Series. Yeah. Um, now, speaking of the Dodgers winning the World Series. Yeah, we got to talk about this. Uh, both of us, I don't think, are big fans of the Dodgers. I mean, no. at least I'm not. Um, I got no beef with them, but... I, I, I like a couple players. I like Clayton Kershaw. Good for him for winning. Yeah, congrats to the Kersh. He deserves um, it. I like Mookie Betts. I know you love him. I Yeah. Um, it just hurts me. And that's really it. I don't really hate any guys on that team, uh, but there's some guys like I'm just not big fans of. Um, after after they won, the big talk is Justin Turner. Mm-hmm. Um, he was taken out in the seventh inning for testing positive for COVID, which is weird on its own. Like, why? Yeah, it's really, why really bad. Why weren't the results in first? Like, it just looks like a mess in the MLB. Um, and then he he has to quarantine. Like, that's the rule. You got to quarantine... And morally, he should just do that. There's a lot of, I mean, Dave Roberts, manager of the, the Dodgers, is a cancer survivor. Yep. You know, like... And and I heard this, I thought this was really uh, well put. When you're in the dugout, playing, profession, playing baseball professionally, right now, this season, you, there's an accepted risk that any of the guys could have it at any point, like... He had it in the first inning, second inning, fourth yeah. inning, whatever. You know, those guys were all exposed to it already, whatever. Yeah, yeah. He's been in the dugout with them the whole game. Uh-huh. But the people who don't accept that risk are the families and yeah. loved ones yeah. and parents and, and children that come out on the field after the game. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I understand the Dodgers and Justin Turner's thinking. And like, look, this guy grew up a Dodgers fan. He worked his whole career for this. He was with us the whole season. Let's let him celebrate. No big deal. But it just looks bad. Like, what would have they done if the Rays won that game? 
Like, it just would have been a mess having to reschedule, test everybody. Yep. Dodgers might... the Game 7 might have been postponed for, like, two weeks. Um, it just looks bad, especially on Justin Turner's part. Like, the whole thing about social... Just everything going on right now. It just looks bad. And I do think he should face punishment. Yeah. Uh, and the Dodgers... Uh, I think he should be suspended for like the first ten games of the season without pay. At least ten, I think. At yeah. least ten, and the Dodgers should be like fined for letting him out there. Uh, it was just a dumb decision. It, it, it really, really was. Yeah. Um, and then again, I understand why he wanted to. I get it's such like, a hard thing because like, look, uh, they they said this on TV. People, COVID's been all about sacrifices. People have sacrificed seeing seeing their friends, their family, uh, graduations. Uh, birthdays, everything, like funerals even. Mm-hmm. People have been sacrificing all that, and you couldn't sacrifice Justin Turner to celebrate at home with your family or in isolation. I know that's not fun, but like that, that is just a bad look. It's a bad look. Um, yeah. Anything else to say on that matter? Yeah, it just sucks, man. It, and ultimately, you know, the Dodgers winning the World Series is a big story, but it was, it, all it, that was on the news was the Justin yeah, Turner stuff. all anybody cared about was Justin Turner. That's like more, it ended up being a bigger story, which yeah. sucks. Um, in other MLB news, Steve Cohen finally officialized. Yeah, congratulations. Bought the Mets today. You guys um, are free. We're free of the Wilpons, and we now have the richest owner in the league. And that means we're going to be a powerhouse. Yeah. Uh, New York uh, is the Mets city. Did I say that right? New York is the uh, Mets. City. Yeah, I did say that right. Yep. Uh, New York belongs to the Mets. Yeah. Um. Fuck the Yankees. That's correct. Let's go Mets. Um. We're coming. We're powerhouse, and I'm so excited. It's gonna be awesome. Uh, a little basketball talk too. The, the Sixers are build, building up their coaching staff. They are. They are. Uh, I've been getting multiple notifications every day. Darryl, different names. Daryl Morey, Gray Hire. Yeah. Uh, Doc Rivers, Sam Castle, everybody else involved in that. Um, they're looking good. We're big Sixers fans. Uh, they got me excited. Yeah, the Rockets hired uh, what's his name? Silas, something Silas. I know who he is. He's he's good. Players like love him. I think that's a really good hire for the Rockets. Yeah. Um, around the league, elsewhere, uh, not a ton going yeah, on. Not it's pretty not much ton just NBA news. Building up staffs and players aren't gonna. St- you know, get moved around it. Not yeah. now, at least. I, I can't wait for NBA offseason, though. Yeah, it's going to be an there, interesting there, there's one. No, there's no offseason like the NBA offseason. No, I'm really hoping that Daryl Morey doesn't decide to uh, trade Simmons or Embiid. Oh, yeah. I, I really hope not, too. We'll have to see. We'll have to wait to see what happens there. Yeah. Um, I, I really think that, like, like Horford, Jay Rich, and a first-round pick oh, yeah, for think... Chris Paul. Uh I don't know about that. Chris Paul didn't like his time on the Rockets, and that was because of Daryl Morey yeah. in, in part. So I don't know if like they'll want to revisit that. Who knows, though? Um, still, I'm really excited to see what the uh, Sixers got going on. Um, anything else? Uh, I don't think so. I think that's it for uh, around the sports world. Yeah, me and Ethan got a fun weekend of doing nothing ahead of us. Fortnite. Um, Fortnite, Fortnite, football, and that's really it. Yeah, um, we're down no, to just football now. Yeah, just football. It's kind of tragic. But hey, it's the price we pay for 
Three months yeah. of nonstop sports. I'll accept it. We had we had no sports for so long, and then we had all the sports all the time. Yeah. And now we got football. Which hey, football is still great, but yeah. I just wish it was on every night. Yeah. Um, that was a one of the best things about basketball was there was just sports on every night. Exactly. All right. Well, I got nothing else to say. Yeah, I'm good. Um, make sure to vote on Tuesday, November third. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Um, it's too late to mail in your ballot, so make sure to vote in person or drop them off at your mail place ASAP. Um, wear your mask, social distance, and have a good one. Yeah. Later, guys.